Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello, chickens. Welcome back to the uh, Pillow Fort Theory Dome, uh, which is, I'm sorry to say, sonically porous. <laughs> Sound gets in. Um, so, you may hear some planes going over. I live in, uh, you know, a very big city. You might hear police sirens. Uh, I live near a 24-hour bus route. So, you could hear a bus going past. Like, there's a bus stop outside. Um, so, there's going to be all sorts of stuff. It's... Uh, it, there'll be banging of things like it's just it's noisy here uh and it's taken me all week because i've been trying to avoid construction um but i would like to give a big shout out from here in the pillow thought pillow fort theory dome oh my god i can't speak uh to isaac who is a new patreon uh a patron at patreon anyway new patreon member um a new theoretician so please enjoy the comic strip adaptations um uh, recaps uh we've been doing children of the revolution and we'll have the next couple of chapters on the 14th doctor comic strip which is bridging uh the power of the doctor with the 60th anniversary uh, episode and it apparently it takes place in an hour there's an hour between those two episodes and Russell T Davis has said that it's all going to happen in the comic book um, also a huge shout out to Kendall for becoming a theoretician uh, Kendall was already a Patreon uh, subscriber but obviously just wanted to get her hands on this comic book stories um there's also some big finish episodes for uh the theorist theories uh theories theorist tier <laughs> members i can't speak english uh, <laughs> i've had a lot of painkillers and my leg is in prison i'm referring to the leg brace that i'm wearing uh which i have to have in a full i have to have a fully straight leg until the end of the month. Um, and I'm calling this leg prison. <laughs> I'm in leg prison. Uh, anyway, we were watching the 
un, an unearthly child, not the unearthly child, an unearthly child, uh, which of course refers to Susan. Um, Ian and Barbara have uh, turned up to the Totters Lane junkyard and I had a theory that maybe the reason Barbara was freaking out and thinking that she was, they were about to meddle in something that shouldn't be meddled with is that there was a perception filter uh, somehow on the TARDIS and I'm thinking maybe it's somehow tied in to the chameleon circuit, but I will get onto that in a later episode. Um, but there was a, a lovely message from James uh, who wrote one of his beautiful little scenes uh, imagining <laughs> how my stupid theories fit into the show. And it says, uh, sometime later, the TARDIS crew were reminiscing about how they met. What I don't understand is, is how we couldn't see the TARDIS properly, Ian said. Oh, that's the easiest trick in the universe, my dear Chatterton. A prescription filter, the doctor replied. Susan said nothing. <laughs> a prescription filter. Oh, my God. Can you imagine William Hartnell with the level of deranged <laughs> techno babble that they put in the show. Apparently Jodie Whittaker said she really regretted the kind of uh, frantic, frenetic performance that she kind of gave the doctor from the start because she's like, oh, I didn't realise I, I was going to have to say all these words really quickly and remember them and have them make sense. <laughs> she's like, if only I'd like done, started slowly. I'd be like, oh yeah, I've got I've got time to get take a run up to that saying that thing um yeah beautiful uh so ian and barbara have turned up at the scrapyard um they start looking around with electric torches in the dark in black and white which makes it more spooky for some reason i don't know why (laughs) black and white seems darker and spookier um maybe because like the lack of color makes it feel like it's really late at night (laughs) Like it's just, you know, when it's just you stand in moonlight and everything looks like it's black and white. Anyway, um, Ian trips over and drops his torch, uh, and he doesn't he doesn't have any matches. So they just start calling out for Susan. Susan, like it's a weird look standing around a junkyard calling out for a teenage girl. Um, she's nowhere in the scrapyard, obviously, uh, and that's when Barbara finds the police box, and it's weird because it's gigantic and it takes up almost the entire scrapyard, and they haven't noticed it. Perception filter because a perception filter doesn't work in, if you're looking directly at the thing it's like oh there it is um so Anne feels the tardis and then he gets barbara to feel it and it's like it's like oh it's vibrating and it's like it's alive uh i did not know like it was that that was part of this like i've forgotten that this was part of the episode i i forgot the noise that it made and that it was weirdly vibrating alive um it goes all the way back to episode one this business uh so ian goes around the back is like you know it's not connected to anything um and then they hear someone approaching, so they go and hide. Uh, and it's the Doctor. Uh, I mean, we don't know it's the Doctor yet because it's the first episode, but we know it's the Doctor because we've watched other ones. Um, <laughs> we're watching this after the fact. Um, so the Doctor's wearing his hat and his scarf. I've got a dolly of this Doctor. He's cool. Uh, and he gets a key out to open the door. Uh, and then they hear Susan say, There you are, Grandfather. Um, which, at which point Ian and Barbara pop out of hiding and they go, oh, we're looking for Susan. And the doctor tries to dissuade them from going in the police box. Uh, and then he gets excited about a picture frame that he finds in the junkyard. Oh, I didn't know that was there. Uh. <laughs> Barbara says, you know, we saw Susan go in 
to this junkyard and not come out and they're concerned. And Anne's like, if you don't show us what's in the police box, I'll get a policeman. And uh, Anne yells out for Susan and he just yells at the police box. He's like, Susan, are you in there? Um, Susan's like, what are you doing out there? Uh, and Barbara bursts into the TARDIS, followed by Anne and the doctor. And they're flabbergasted because it is so much bigger on the inside. It's the first time. This is the first time it's ever happened. Like outside, it's dark, it's cramped, it's scary. Inside, it's the whitest, brightest place you've ever been. It is amazing. Um, uh, So they're very like just eyes boggling. And Barbara's like, "Is is this where you live? And the doctor's like, I don't have to discuss my private life. Oh, my God. Uh, Ian wants to understand why it's bigger on the inside because he walked all the way around it. He knows. Um, The doctor has some filament thing that the console needs, so he plugs that in, and Ian's like, oh, it's an illusion. And the doctor's like, no, I mean, you can fit an entire city in a living room, can't you? And they're like, what? He goes, via television. And they're like, oh. He goes, so it's not impossible for this big thing to be inside that small thing? I'm like... This is almost as good as the time that the Doctor explained to Leela, um, the fourth Doctor explained to Leela how um, you could fit the big, the large TARDIS inside the small exterior. And he gave her a box and there was another box over there and he's like, which one's bigger? And she goes, well, still that one over there. He goes, but you know, (laughs) which one looks bigger? And she goes, well, this one, because it's up close. And he goes, well, what if you could fit that one inside that one? (laughs) And she's like, that makes no sense. And it's like, yeah, because that dimension is over there. And anyway. (laughs) Um, And the doctor says to Susan, look, they've seen the ship. They'll tell everyone now. Uh, And then Susan explains that it's called the TARDIS, that it can go anywhere in time and space. And Ian's like, you're treating us like children. Uh, And the doctor's like, well, the children of my civilization wouldn't be so insulted. Uh, Then he says he and Susan are cut off from their people and he doesn't enjoy this century. But Susan obviously was mad for it. Um, Susan tells uh, the doctor that humans reject things they don't understand, that Barbara and Ian are nice. Um, they try to leave but Susan says the doctor's not going to let them Uh, Anne says it was one of these buttons on the console and he starts like looking around for the door control and Susan's like don't touch it it's live and Anne touches the console he gets zapped and collapses on the floor and the doctor's like if I let them go we have to go too otherwise we'll be an exhibition and she's like oh I don't want to leave the 20th century so he told you she loved it And the doctor's like, oh, if they go, you can go with them. Then he starts fiddling about with the controls and then the the TARDIS takes off. They all fall over. The opening titles start again uh, for some reason. Um, I think it's meant to be a transition through the time vortex. So in in every era... The, the opening credits is the time vortex, <laughs> I guess. Um, then on the monitor, the scanner, as they call it, uh, is this rocky wasteland and the doctor blinks and looks a bit confused. Barbara and Anne are unconscious on the ground. She's in a chair. He's on the floor. And then you see the shadow of a person wandering up towards the police box in the barren wasteland. And that's the end of the episode. Next episode, Cave of Skulls. Oh,
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.